Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 37. Love that. I hate that I do it. I don't want to stop. But I, I just, just I just love the pause. Like you expected something to happen. Like, and clap. Then, like, just, like... I'm just disappointed in myself. And you know what? I deserve that energy. Oh um... my. This is the saddest response. I deserve the energy. But uh, it's December. So that means it is time for the holidays, the holiday season. One of my favorite seasons after Tahine. Um Curry. That joke was funny to me. Um, <laughs> I, I literally, I've, I've, that went over it my flew head. Over I, I'm, my I'm having no thoughts head. <laughs> I, I literally just, I like, literally have no brain. It's, does that it's, mean it's, I'm the just... smart one of the group? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> probably not Um, (laughs) but yes it is the holiday season so that means Christmas Hanukkah and Kwanzaa are on their way and to uh, not a lesser extent but farther down we have Three Kings Day and Lunar New Year and uh, a lot of other uh, Ramadan's also coming up and that's very exciting for all kinds of cultures and all kinds of people around the United States and around the world and with it being holiday time that means holiday movies and for me personally that means Christmas movies and I love Christmas movies not as much as I love Halloween movies but I love Christmas movies period but not Hallmark <laughs> ones because we all the know straight. that Sarah <laughs> we all know that Sarah left her job in the big city to go to the little small town where she meets the tree farmer and then her dad's Santa um <laughs> <laughs> It's not the you plot just of Noel. Like twenty movies. No, that's the plot of anything that's ever been on Hallmark or Lifetime. <laughs> ABC Family. It, it, I was ABC, ABC Family. <laughs> ABC Family. There's like twelve. Well, formerly like, known as ABC Family. Now it's Freeform. Freeform wouldn't put that kind of stuff out. They are a different breed. Freeform you know? is like. Freeform is the teenage years of ABC Family. Right. <laughs> and then it'll change it really something else is. when it's an adult. <laughs> Freeform is woke ABC family um, yep <laughs> correct but like, I said, but like I said that means Christmas movies so on this wonderful winter time what did I write that that's awful <laughs> <laughs> okay now I remember why I did it so uh, action um, so on this wonderful winter time what would you do episode I am asking my guests, what would you do if you could make a ride out of your favorite Christmas movie slash movies? Because um, sometimes we need multiple ideas because there's uh, lots of Christmas movies, but not all of them uh, would be turned into a ride like Hallmark's, you know, um, Christmas home tree farm for the holidays, Big City Girl, the three. Um, <laughs> Damn, you got some beef with these Hallmark movies. Honey. I hate Hallmark Christmas movies. They're just like, they're comedy. They're like, let's just slap a different name on it and just send it out. And the straights, they eat it up. They do. They really do. They do. And I I hate it. Like, you you have white woman in her home with her hot chocolate watching these movies and crying at every single one, even though the plot's the same. I don't care that the secret prince was Santa and now you're married. It just doesn't work. The secret prince. The secret okay, prince is Santa, and, and they're I, married. Let's not slander the Netflix Christmas movies because those give me life. Yeah, I'm fine with the Netflix ones because okay. they're not that. They're not as bad. 
Um, but 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 then we finally got happiest season, so we finally got a Christmas movie for the gays. So as it should be. <laughs> well, I will say I will say Lifetime just uh, released or Hallmark one or two just released a Christmas movie called The Christmas House, and it has a a, a gay lead in it, which is uh, Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls. Period. Yes. Uh, period. Period. Um, I, I also want to say he's very white bread, but he is. But I also want to say. Uh, also, a big part of those movies I forgot is let, let me let me rephrase this. It's um, somebody from a '90s or 2000s sitcom that you remember from your childhood, who is now a big city person in New York, who goes to the Little Smart Tree Farm, who marries the guy she grew up with in high school, but he's Santa. So I'm about sorry, to say that's half of that was like just the Hannah Montana movie. Yep. Everything but that he's actually Santa. Pop it, lock it, polka dot it. Now my dad is Santa Claus. (laughs) (sighs) And, you know, that just is what it is. But, (laughs) as you can hear, I have two very lively guests with me. Two of my favorite guests to have on the show. (laughs) Um, I I did write down who could be joining me, but I think you already know. Um, But uh, the people who are joining me on this Holly Jolly episode are none other than the stunning Rodney. Hey. And the iconic Timmy. Yes, it's me. Hello. Uh, welcome both of you, and thank you both for coming on again. I am very excited to have you both back. I'm ready for this uh, chaos, which is gay chaos. And you know what? Yes. That's what this episode's gonna be. We're gonna stay on topic for the most part, but you know, yeah. we when when us three get together, it gets a little crazy, and I'm here for yes. that. That's the energy I wanted for this, for this beginning of December, uh, end of the year, end of season two, energy because this will be the last month for uh, season two of or of oh, just like oh, okay, and then Ultimate Imagine, sorry, Ultimate Imagineer season two will be coming in January. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> but I think it's time to go ahead and jump in to this episode. So, Rodney, what would you do if you were asked to turn your favorite Christmas movie slash movies into a ride? Okay, so we have two possibilities here. Um, Fantastic. Love that. I love so, it. So the first time I'm just get it out the way because I know one of you has it. Um, the Polar Express. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, that was not mine. That's not mine. Wow. That's mine because it's the it's it's literally so meant to be turned into a ride. I don't know. It War- really is. Warner Brothers, like, okay, it like we got we got that Sea World thing that was just raggedy. It, it well, they, they also had the IMAX arts. experience that was going around for like years. They did, but like it's just it it's literally. There's literally a POV of a digital roller coaster throughout this whole thing. Like the whole thing is just riddled with this belongs to the theme park. Literally, literally. Okay, so how I would do it? You're, so I I I I didn't want to go with like the obvious choice um, and be like, oh, it's like a train ride, like like little you know the girls is sitting in a little train and you little. Christmas comes to town. Christmas comes to town. I, I just really hope you have like the annoying kid on the ride at like some point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Pre-show. Pre-show. 
We love a preview. You know what train this is. You know what kind of right. Hey, you know what train this is. I just got a present too. Socks. All I got was some stupid underwear. I love that movie. I also really love the kid who, at that one point, has no lines. And he just looks out the window and goes, Elves! And for some reason, <laughs> I find that so funny. We lo- um, that whole movie, I'm about to watch it after this, actually. I love it so much. <laughs> like, I know people have Uncanny Valley because it was, it was feeling it's, a, it's it. a mocap. That, that's thing, me. It, it's, it, it is. It's a mocap, but it's a good mocap. That's rare, but it, it is. Like, the the soundtrack is, like, is fantastic. I will give it that. Mr. Josh the Groban. amazing. The story's great. Like, the, the book was great. The movie has a really good, heartwarming story. Um, it also, not only did, not only is it riddled with turn throw this in a theme park, it's also riddled with put this on a stage. Thank you. Um, this is I such a good that. thing for, like, a touring Christmas production. Never, like, on Broadway, but, like... Oh my god, I just got another idea for an attraction. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, since we keep interrupting Rodney. I'm so sorry. (laughs) This is what we're talking about. But anyway, uh, (laughs) you're actually... So the ride system and the ride vehicle, you remember that like that like transportation system in the North Pole? The tube thing. The yes. Mountain of the North Pole. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I I was just I, was I literally just was just watching that. it. Um. Oh my god. What's it called? Um. Oh, what did they call it? It was. Oh, it was it? I the like elf literally. Tube. I don't know. Oh, it's um something Matic. Something Matic. The, okay, so the Sling Matic. Um, and it's t- it's kind of it's taking you through like the later half of the movie, the pre-show. And um, you know the beginning would be uh, we, it would be in a way where like you're getting off the Polar Express, and it's very like Frozen Ever After. Arendelle is like the cue, like you know. Oh, I'm here for that. Like you know how there's like the various shops, and it looks like like the town square. Mm-hmm. Like, you go yeah. Through it, it would be like the le- like that big like North Pole like town square where they had like all the little houses and all that, and there would be like little houses for little elves. I think that'd be cute. Um, yeah. And then, like, you get close to the pre-show, and then there's, you know... Yeah, it's four, four kids, because we want to include the little um, annoying kid for, like, comedic effect. Um, you know, they kind of explain, like, oh, we're looking... We're, you know, we're looking for your present. Like, we're trying to search for a present for this kid, because, you know, this kid is, like, poor and sad, and, like, we're trying to, like, help him out. Um, and... You know, you go through the pre-show and you load on to the slingmatic, and it's just—I want it to be a story coaster because I love story coasters, and it just makes sense, you know. I stand the story coaster. We love, we love, yeah, we love. Um, uh, God, I don't even know because uh, Guardians of the Gods, Hagrids, Hagrids, Guardians of the Gods, Guardians, Hagrids, Big Thunder, yeah, Space—they're mm-hmm. all story coasters. Um, so like as you as you're going through the ride, like you're seeing kind of like the kids, um. Like I don't like going to like the gift sorting machines, and then you see this big like control center where they like monitor the kids, and um, it would just it's it's a lot of like atmosphere, you know. You're seeing kind of these big empty spaces, you know. Everybody's at like the Santa Claus, you know, launch celebration because that that was kind of like my favorite part of the movie. How it was like so desolate, so you can kind of notice every single detail. 
I agree. Oh. And also, the detail in that movie is immaculate. Amazing. Immaculate. It is. It really is so good. Absolutely immaculate. Um, and then uh, there'd be a part in the ride where you would like do that that kind of switch because like you know when they're like crossing, and there was that there was like that. It was for the train, but like I want a part where like the ride car turns and goes on a different track. Oh, I stand. Are you oh. talking about the like the, like the roundhouse part yes. when they hit yes. and spins? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the oh, I want one of those, and you kind of go into like the restricted area where like it's all the gifts and like you know the factory, and they're getting packaged, and that like is kind of like the the fast paced part where the kids are you know, like trying to get out of the uh, the bag and like you know you're sliding down the tubes and, and you know there's kind of gifts everywhere and wrapping paper all of that and then you know the big scene is like you know kind of like the uh, the ride like going and very very Peter Pan flight very Peter Pan flight um, and you just see on the bottom a big diorama of like the big Christmas tree and all the elves on the bottom yes oh. I love that and you see and you see that would be so pretty and you see the big that would be the so big pretty. you know gift bag in the air with the kids still in it and uh, oh my gosh that'd be so fun because like you could look up and down and like there's so much to look at I love exactly that. I'm, I'm just saying like that the North Pole in that movie like you can do so much with it because it was literally like huge it wasn't just like a couple houses like it just—it's it, literally what I imagine the North exactly. Pole to look like to this day. Exactly. Like, yeah, it, it was the blueprint. Like, um, it really was. Like, it, I used to think North Pole looked like like the Santa Claus, like the first one, and then yes. came out, and I'm like, no, that's exactly. what the North Pole looks like. That is what the North Pole looks like. Like, it's huge. Like, there's no way it's not huge. Yeah. So, and like highly advanced too. Like, like technology. Like they out level. here with like right. Like they're looking at you like they got cameras in this man. Like it's the it's yeah. the Wakanda of the top of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's the white people's Wakanda. <laughs> Is the North Pole. You know what? You know what? There's no proof. Isn't that, that like the United States? Like I swear. I can't. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, so, uh, um, you know, you gotta get down there and, uh, to simulate kind of the drop of, like, the big, like, like, the big bag or whatever, there's gonna be this huge drop at the end, um, where, you know, you, you just hear, like, the screams of the kids going out, ah, and then the end scene would be, like, the animatronic of Santa and the boy, they never say his name, I, I guess it's just He doesn't have yeah, one. Yeah, he doesn't have one. Because I looked it up once. Their names are Hero Boy, Hero Girl. And um, Poor Kid. It's either Nerdy or Annoying Boy. And then Billy. Billy's Billy. the only oh, character Billy. in the entire movie that has a name. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I think his sister has a name. I think it's like Sarah or something. But Yes. Yes. Because that's her name in the book. Yeah. So there's Sarah and Billy. And they're the only two who have names. Obviously, besides Sam. Right. Um, but yeah. Like, he, he and the girl have no names period um so like it would be animatronic of him and like santa talking like handing him the bell and then like you go off to like the uh unloading area and like gift shop or whatever technically i have three because i have a you know the alternate like polar express one then i have a whole totally different one um 
so the second Polar Express one, basic, you know, um, very Hogwarts Express, but like not on an actual train. Okay. Because oh. we want we want to simulate like them on the ice. Yes, that's my favorite part of the movie is like when the train slides across the ice because for some reason I just feel like it would be, be really fun. A nice like kind of like thrill moment. It would be like I just think it would be super super fun. So um yeah. It would just be like the, it would be the first like the first half of the movie. Um you know the the, the um the uh, queue would be in this the boy's house, you know. Uh, everything's quiet. Yeah. Everything's set up for Christmas. You have the big tree. Uh, stockings on the fireplace. Fire going. Everybody's asleep. You may hear like a creak of him like checking because you know he was like trying to like prove Santa like, uh, you know, was real or right. not. Because I guess you know that trying to make himself believe. Right. Um, and then Josh Groban sings believe at the end of the, the movie <laughs> which is the blueprint it's the such, blue, it's a, such good a good song no song can bring me to tears except that if you just believe and I'm like I do it probably is I know every lyric to that song because I did in choir and it's, it was one of the only songs where we sounded good because it's written so beautifully and perfectly it's, for a choir it is it's so good it's so good so um, the loading the kind of loading area uh would uh, be very. Uh, it, it, I think I would kind of use the Star Wars system or the Star Tour system. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, use the Star Tour system. The loading, uh, the loading uh, area would be, you know, the big train uh, kind of pulled up next right. to this house. Uh, you go in your, uh, uh, you know, your separate compartments. Um, they would be styled around like a regular train. Maybe I would do like that last cart that they were in for like a part of the movie, kind of the fancier one. Yeah, uh, because they have seats. Donor like, Billy secluded himself, or like we would change the seating to kind of look at the windows. Uh, oh, that'd be fun. Oh yeah. So, uh, you know, you'd be like a fun pre-show room. Exactly, and like while you're waiting, like for loading, like you you would hear like the like this. And the, you know, kind of train settling. Right. Like very, very much fog, very much. Oh my gosh, the conductor like standing out there. This is the Polar Express. It's like you hear everything. Like imagine, like, just, like if you're waiting, you're like. Could you imagine like having that told to you? And or, then he's like, are you coming? And it's so perfect because if there's downtime, the train goes down so many times in that movie. And we are a minute off schedule. Hey, you said we were a minute off schedule five minutes ago. Exactly. 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 And uh, I love that movie. Exactly. And and like the way the way the screens work, I don't, I don't want like exactly like Star Tours because it's you know it's kind of flat. Rise right. like, Rise yeah. of the Resistance is what I'm going for. Like current. Okay. Like okay. Like you know like like uh, like the on the actual like. Star Destroyer, or like it, it's curved to where it looks like it's like you no, know, there's depth. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going for that. Yeah. 
I, I, I was I was gonna say like uh, maybe um smugglers run just because exactly. like yeah. that's like star star tours new generation yeah um yeah so like you know you have the glass on the windows and everything but you still have that big screen um mm-hmm. you know just simulating the you know in the environment and um follows the movie the thrilling parts would be like that incline that they go up when you know he's on the roof and what I want is that I want I want yes. this to be put like sounds of footsteps on the roof. Ooh, yes, that'd be that'd so be so cool. cool. And you can kind of hear them sounding, but you can't really make it up. But you know, because everybody knows what looks like, you know what's happening. Um, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like if you were one of the kids in the cabin while the movie was going yeah. on around you. And then like, I'm here for that story. Exactly. It would. Be, it would I love that. It would be like a good mix of like thrill and like, you know, just like a nice like family ride. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when they do the hot chocolate, maybe it doesn't get to your car right away, but you can still smell the hot chocolate. Oh, oh my God. And like hot chocolate smell would be amazing. I love hot chocolate so much. And I know that sounds stupid, but like I'm that person where like I will like I will get marshmallows, I will Period. get candy cane, I will get everything, and I will mix it yes. in every cup I make because I love it. Um, I even want a hot chocolate bomb. I know that's the trend right I, now. Are they good? But I kind of want one. Are they good? I don't know. I want to try one. They sell and them, I don't think they will. I be. went to the dollar store today, and they sell them at the dollar store now. But I was just like, <gasps> they. I live by two dollar stores. <laughs> Go check, bro, because I, I, I was at the Dollar Tree today, and they have the, it was like Russell Stover hot chocolate. <gasps> yes! Oh. I will, I will actually get that. <laughs> I, I definitely need to try that, because, it, well, I mean, I was, I was just drinking my hot chocolate, like, and I, just, I feel like it's this, more fun, I feel like it's more fun than, like, powder and all that, it's just like. It is. Oh, that, that's what I use. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I use the powder. If too, I, if I, like, can, I just want to, like, drop it in If there. I can. I'm already a fan of bath bombs. I think exactly. I like <laughs> if I can, I like getting chocolate and, like, you know, with the milk and all that, like, meltable chocolate and, like, you put it in the milk and all that. Yes. But, you know, semantics, hot chocolate is good. Either way, we, we're here for it. So, like, you would smell the hot chocolate. Um, maybe there's like you know like those like uh, door train doors in the back where you can kind of see like the dancing or whatever if you look in the back um, or like maybe like to the side of you there'll be a train door where they're yeah um, just somewhere where you can see here when you only got one rule <laughs> never ever <laughs> let it cool and then um, you know there'd be a moment where like the lights go out and you're like what's going on and you start like feeling like a sliding sensation Mm-hmm. And like, like, oh, like you look out and like you're on ice, um, and like you you feel it cracking under you. Maybe it kind of dips a little bit because the ice is like buckling. Um, if well, they can well, do the, it the, on the, mini- the train goes underwater in the movie. It does. It it? does just, just yeah, slightly, just slightly. Like it covers the wheels, but that's it. And like, and like maybe like no, no, no. Like it goes up to like almost the top of the train. If you watch it, <laughs> does it? Oh, from no, what I remember, the windows it, and into the uh, wall. Well, they they were like terrified, and it was literally like the train was like going under. Really? Yeah, yeah, and and they just barely made it, and so when they got out, like you could see the tra- you can see the train kind of like coming out from under from like basically underneath the ice. Right. 
but yeah like maybe maybe like you're the car that's underwater and the the train gets colder I love this I want this experience now and and uh yeah you would go through all that and then like you would get to the North Pole and like um you know you get off the train and like um the gift shop would be (laughs) I feel like this would work better with like a little like a little area like a little like North Pole area you can get out and see I'm gonna go ahead and ruin some. I kind of have like a pavilion at the end of mine, very Epcot. Like, very Epcot. Very. In my mind, in my mind, very end of mission space because the end of mission space is literally like it's it's a whole another area. It really is like a full pavilion where it's like there's games and activities and more space stuff, and so that's kind of where my mind is going. Right. But yeah, that's- only ride only ride at Disney World I've never been on. I okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. It's not as bad as everybody says it is. Uh, I think it's actually really, really fun. I enjoy it a lot. Um, I just think, I think more people have fun hating on it than actually, and, and they don't actually write it. They're like, I'm just going to hate on it because everybody else right, hates on exactly. it. Yeah. Um, but Polar Express. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that was, uh, that was my second one. You know, you just had to do a little something in there. My third one. Um, speaking of Epcot, uh, I'm gonna feed y'all for a little bit because uh, I'm being a little mean to y'all. This is my Christmas gift. Uh, <laughs> Rodney, you have not, not been mean. To, uh, are you just talking about being mean to yeah. Epcot? He's like he's been mean to Epcot fans, Epcot yeah. stands. Epcot yeah, it, in, it, in response, <laughs> in response to that, I'm actually wearing my Epcot onesie tonight <laughs> because I knew I was gonna be on this episode with you. I can't. Um. I, I, I was like I was like oh yeah I'm recording tonight I'm like wait who am I recording with I'm like oh Rodney I'm like what should I wear and I'm like I know what I should wear Jimmy you are the only person who I know would be like what should I wear for this audio recording of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> honestly I mean I have to make an event of everything I you just have do to. and that's why we love you um, I, I'm not leaving the house I have to get excited about podcast recordings where no one's gonna see what, how I look but I think I look great <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um but anyways so my my third one is uh, overlay for frozen um it'll be oh my god i'm already loving it overlay for frozen all around olaf and i'm here for that because that short is so yeah, funny yeah you so already know olaf's frozen adventure the superior short Which yes i'm not finished I lose it every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, I was just like, you know what? I feel like Olaf needs an overlay. Because he's, like, one of the better animatronics in that. I'm sorry. That's I'm not, true. I'm not dealing with uh, Miss Anna screen face. Um, Those screen faces I, I do not enjoy. I don't like them in their orbs. I don't I, like them in Frozen. We hate it. If I see, some, if- I, I mean, it, it. I think it was fine, like in Seven Dwarfs. But once it got to Frozen, it was just like, why? Because the only thing in Seven Dwarfs had the big nose to kind of save it, where it's not as weird. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, um, it would just be like Olaf, like trying to find a tradition, like oh, like you know, it, 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 it it's winter time, and you know, Christmas is coming up. 
And that time of year. And when we're together. together. <laughs> oh, oh it's God. so good. That's literally, I genuinely thought it was, I still to this day think it's one of the funniest. And like we call it a short. It's one of the funniest short, legit films because it's Period. so long. Yeah, it's like it's 30 like, minutes. It is. I swear, it, it, it's, I think it's like 15 minutes. At least it feels like 15 minutes. But it's so funny that I enjoyed every second of it. And I continue to enjoy every second period, of it. Period, period. It's so, it's so good. The only thing it ever did wrong was being put in front of Coco. Because yes. Didn't they take it off? They they did. I, the one time I saw Coco in theaters, it, it was still there. Um, Me they too. they didn't take it off. But it should have just been like a special on TV, because it, it's literally yeah. a thirty-minute short. Like most a- of the shorts are like did five minutes. Did they move minutes. it to ABC huh? after all that? Okay. They did. They did. I was yeah. just thinking about I that remember, the other day. I saw it in theaters, and I was like, "Wow, this really is really long." Like, I enjoyed my time, but I was like, "This is really long." And yeah, uh, it kind of it kind of had some Coco erasure. It did because it, um, it was like they were trying they were trying to say that it needed help from Frozen to be successful. And I'm like, mm, no, because Coco no. made me cry three times in a row. So exactly. Shut up. Coco had me like tears for like the for like forty minutes straight. Like I just could not stop crying. Exactly. I couldn't either. I sobbed. And I mean, I cried during I cried during Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Like I wasn't gonna be like a bitch about yeah. it like that because I, I'm like, why right. is, like why th- this like short need to be here? Um, and I was like, I'm like, it's really good. Does it have any business being in front of this movie? Absolutely. No. Absolutely not. But people need to like forget about that and actually accept that it, um, up until Frozen Two, was probably the best thing out of like the Frozen universe, and that I is agree. a hill I will die on. <laughs> I agree. Exactly. But I'm totally here for overlay. Oh, well, yes, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, and then so like it would just be like the standard boat ride. Um, maybe not like not exactly like Olaf's Frozen Adventure because it's different, you know. Um, uh, location, uh, right? But like we would fit, fit, uh, fit. You know, all of it in there. You know, maybe like the Elsa's castle is like decked out in like ice Christmas. You know, like a ice Christmas tree and all that. Ooh. You know, you see all like his like holiday traditions like stored up there. Um, and then like we can put like a like like a Santa hat on. Uh, marshmallow or something. <gasps> that would be so cute. That'd be so cute. Oh my god. And he'd be like, that time of year. <laughs> Instead of let it go. And then, oh like, that, that, yeah, that's basically like what it boils down to. What it would just be like, all off. Like, we would take out like the animatronics for like Anna and all that. But like, it would just be all off and spin because that's, that's exactly what that short is. Like, like what? They're there at the yeah. beginning and the end, and that's exactly what it would be in this one. They're there at the beginning and the end. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, so that's like my second idea. I love that. Fantastic. Thank I love you that for one. Sharing. And that would single-handedly save okay. Epcot. Anyway. Um... Uh, period. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Roddy's like, I know what's best for Epcot. I know what she needs. And then like talks crap about her for another 10 minutes, even though He's never been there. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I'm, yeah. I talk crap about a lot of theme parks I've never been to. <laughs> so I can't say anything to him ever. I try not to. I try to be, I try not to be that person. Florida, but... <laughs> Florida, like the Florida theme park community hates my ass. Hates my ass so much. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the Florida theme park community is kind of, is like probably the worst of the two coasts. So they also hate everything, though. So no, th- they talk so much shit about Disneyland. It just drives me nuts. And it's like, it like they talk so much shit about Disney World. Like Disney World, like they're like, oh, we moved this trash can three centimeters to the left. I'm like I remember that trash can for when I was a child. <laughs> it's always been here. I just don't know why they. They would do this while is rolling over his grave. I really just don't understand why they would try to literally kill me and my family because of this. Oh my god! And I'm like, okay. Bob Chapek came into my house and murdered my whole family. That is literally <laughs> how they act, and I'm like, no. Oh my god, they it's said so true. Rid of the chili cheese fries and are putting onion rings. Oh my god! Like that's not something that happened, but like you know, it, it it's sounds the level like where it they did act happen. like that, and it's like. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, and I'm like, y'all. And and then I like, well, so I'm like all like the DCP alum groups, which like just that's kind of like the crowd that like still exists in Florida in some ways, and like majority of them have never been to Disneyland, and like I never want to go. The castle's small, the parks are small, and I'm just like, honey, like, please let let let's like like take several seats before you start talking about her. Check your lipstick before you come for me. Exactly. I'm. I get like so mad about like. Oh, my friends like T. Like, why you like love Disneyland so much? I'm like, because Disneyland is like so chill and I. It's amazing. Whereas like I come to Florida and I'm constantly stressed. Even though like literally like talking about like fast pass reservations, all that. I look at like Florida and I'm like, what is going on? It sounds like I'm doing my taxes. It's stressful to plan a Disney vacation. It sounds like I'm doing my taxes not going to Disney World. It's true. But I'm also that person where I'm like, yes, I love it. Because I'm also just a control organizer person. So I'm like, fantastic. There is an excitement to it. I will will give it that. It's like the thrill. (laughs) Yeah. But, but um, I, I, I'm past that. I, I've been to these parks too much. I, I don't want it. I just want to show up at Disneyland and be like, I want to go ride Guardians today and just walk up, get my Guardians fast pass, and be like, good. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, jump back into this and we're going to move over to Timmy. Timmy, what would you do if you were asked to create a ride based on your favorite Christmas movie? Okay, so. I want to preface this first that my favorite Christmas movie of all time, if you haven't seen me talk about it, I've been talking about it a lot on my Twitter, which is It's a Wonderful Life. Um, But that movie is art. What? I've never seen it. I literally hate both of you so much right now. Wait, I've seen it though. (laughs) Wait, have you? I've seen like, yeah, I've seen it. I most definitely have seen that. Oh, oh, I thought you both said I haven't seen it just to be jerks <laughs> no i legitimately have never seen it oh girl you need to watch it have to i've seen ready. it in other movies but i've never actually watched it no you need to watch it <laughs> that i i will i will harass you to watch it this this is <laughs> it is my absolute favorite but i will consider like, thinking about watching it do it <laughs> or i will bother you about it but anyways <laughs> i don't even think you realize what i just said 
What'd you say? I said, I will consider thinking about watching it. Oh, I uh, no, I did hear that. I, I, <laughs> that's why I'm like... I, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna make you watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna make it happen. I use that way too much on people. I'm like, they were like, try this. I'm like, I'll consider thinking about trying it. And they're like, great. Tell me what you think. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my God. But, like nobody can say I, I. Nobody can say I said I would do something because I didn't. I said I would consider thinking about doing something. And that's why I'm going to be persistent and be a stubborn Taurus and make you watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm be sorry, in your sorry. DMs like every day and be like, "Have you watched it? Watch it? Have you watched it yet? Have you, have watched you written it yet? your review yet? Have, have you submitted your review for grading yet?" <laughs> Honestly, that's what I will do. I, I'm like, I want a full page with sources and the sources can include the movie they can include clip notes i want the whole thing i want you to, to prove to me that you watched this movie and fully digested it in the fully intellectual artistic manner that it should be digested okay okay, okay. academic mla format <laughs> okay <laughs> Turn to classic oh, well, oh we're doing apa sweetie we're doing okay. apa okay timmy classic movies <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, TCM, that's me. <laughs> but anyways, um, I, I was gonna say that because I love that movie, and that movie's art and untouchable, and I would never want to see it as a theme park ride because I don't think it could do it justice. So I'm not doing that movie. But the movie I did choose. <laughs> we just had a whole walk in the <laughs> That was supposed to be a short little thing, and it went into a whole thing, okay? <laughs> And he's like, so what I would do is listen to one for life. But then I didn't want to. And so now here's what I'm actually going to do. Are you really shocked? No, it's just... Just tell us the, tell us the ride to me. Tell us the ride. I, I'm getting to it. Okay. <laughs> so the movie I did choose is um, another one of my favorites. It's up there. It's probably like number two. Um, and that's Gremlins. Um, which I know has been made into a theme park ride, but it looks really shitty. So, um, this is gonna be... Yeah, it was, it was like a first-person shooter game type ride, um, but it was like all, they're like, I think they were just like 2D, like, flat boards that you shot at, and they were like the various gremlins. Like, Gizmo wasn't even in the ride. Like, so, I, it was just stupid because, like, you, you can't do gremlins without Gizmo. Like, that, like, you're, you're just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do that. But, yeah, so, I know they've done a ride before, but I'm like, I want to do my own. So, I've titled this Gremlins Gizmo Saves Christmas. So, it's not actually going to be going through the movie. Um, I kind of planned, uh, planned it out as kind of, um, uh, set after the second movie I have, uh, because there I have are some I've never seen Gremlins you I haven't? Have seen I've never Gremlins. seen Gremlins oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna have to bully both of you I would love to be bullied <laughs> like I, I'm more shocked at Rodney because Rodney is like Miss Horgay over here and I've never, never seen Gremlins, seen Gremlins. You need to watch it. They are so good. Gizmo is quite possibly the cutest character ever made. Period. 
like he is my son and he is precious and adorable and perfect and there's like one line at the end of the first movie that just like brings me to tears every time um because it's so unreasonably cute um and it, it, it's so weird because I've, i at first i thought like they like i mean this is off topic but i thought um the voice for him was just something through like computers but it's actually howie mandel um which is just like wild to me um what? but anyways back yeah yeah, that's Howie Mandel. He he did the voice of Gizmo like through the movies, through the TV series, everything. Okay, come on. Yeah. But anyway, so uh this ride, um basically um it's set after like a f- quite a bit maybe a few years after the second movie, um, where Gizmo has been living with um Billy um, and Kate, um, they're, they're like the protagonists in like the two movies. Like Billy's the main protagonist who gets Gizmo as a gift in um, the first one. Just to kind of give you an idea. And Kate is basically his own girlfriend. I'm pretty sure at this point they'd be married. Um, but uh, in, in the second movie, like just to kind of give a context of the second movie, it's set. So the first movie is set in the hometown of Kingston Falls. And then the second movie is set in like um, the city. Right. So um, I made it so that they went back home because that's where the first movie is set. And the first movie is the only one that's set around Christmas time. And I like the setting of Kingston Falls because it's, it's very typical like Christmas town type place. So I kind of wanted to keep that kind of energy um, since it, it, it's kind of like a nice. Um, I don't know, foil for um, kind of the comedy of the film, kind of the mayhem that's set at Christmas time with these little evil monsters, you know. Um, but but yeah, so like they've like moved back home and like life is like pretty good. Like there's not been any mishaps um, because um, uh, all the mayhem that's happened throughout the movies is because um, someone accidentally poured water on Gizmo and Gizmo like multiplied and created other Mogwai. And then they tricked that they're the evil ones, and they trick um, Billy into feeding them or whatever, and then they turn into the gremlins. Um, but uh, they have um, kind of the first snow of the season, I guess. And I think that I- I'm kind of like imagine this is like kind of the first time that Gizmo's like been able to go out and see the snow, and snow is made of water. So he gets hit by the snow, and then the gremlins. Um, and then creates kind of um, his offspring who then um, managed to eat after midnight and turns to the evil gremlins and then um, it's a problem. May- mayhem ensues, um, the usual. Um, so in terms of how the ride's actually going to be, um, for the queue, I was thinking that um, you'd kind of enter through like the Welcome Center at Kingston Falls and um, so it's just like your usual welcome center with like a brochure stack, like a table where you can ask people questions. But like, obviously, I love brochure it's not. Yeah. I'm sorry, like, that sounds like just... stupid, but I love them. I always get them on my vacation. So I'm like, oh, wow, look at these places I'm not going, but I want to look at. Yeah. I used to collect those. They're like I the do, best. I do too. I still have like a ton in my closet. <laughs> I don't know where mine went. I think my mom might have thrown them out. She probably like went through the house and was like, yep, yeah, goodbye. And I was like, I'm not, I don't live here anymore. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, 
kind of um that kind of also ties into the storyline because I've kind of so in the second movie um one of the big things is that Billy gets like his big break as an artist and um this like big CEO takes his idea for like a small like typical small American town um and makes it like into his new development so like taking like suburbia and making like which is like this nice little quaint thing and into like um some into capitalism basically um but um so Kingston Falls has become like this model town it's like kind of one of the only like model towns left I guess so that so so part of like the storyline I was thinking was that it would um draw in tourists and so that's why they have a welcome center and as you're going through they have um a newscast running um thing kind of um like the queue for um Spider-Man at um Isles of Isles Adventure with um the J Jonah Ooh. Jameson. I don't I don't um, Shut up. <laughs> She's fabulous. She's Ro- Ronnie 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 do not judge her. She is amazing. I only know web I, <laughs> just cuz you going to have some little ninjago. I only know web slingers of Spider-Man Adventure. Um that that's the most important part of that of what that attraction is going to be is right. that's <laughs> period that's it <laughs> everything else can be shit and i will tell and i will say that ride is the greatest thing that's ever been created <laughs> that <laughs> honestly but anyways um so um they're going so like the newscast is happening but it's kind of a newscast that's gone wrong because now the gremlins have kind of been let loose um so like billy kate and gizmo kind of get on and they're like um explaining what happens to um the the mogwai and like explains the the three rules of the mogwai which is um uh keep keep them away from bright lights um sunlight can kill them uh don't um, let them near water or they will multiply and never ever ever um, feed them after midnight um, because then they become monsters um, and so like all of that like you're seeing that happen and as you move throughout you start to kind of like hear little things here and there like kind of little like you hear kind of the mog and then you kind of hear like the gremlins and so you're realizing like Oh, like so. So basically, you're a tourist, like coming to tour Kingston Falls, and so, so as you go through, it kind of goes from this really pristine, like welcome center, to kind of um, slowly starting to get like damaged, like like papers everywhere because they're kind of causing mayhem already. Um, and that's when um, you get to the loading area, which is um, kind of this back alley type deal, like behind. The welcome center and um the ride vehicle will be um kind of an old like 80s style Love car it. because I, I still kind of want oh this gosh, to retain a delirium maybe <laughs> maybe and yes for anybody who does not watch drag race that i know it's delorean but one of the queens in one episode in season six was trying to read the word delorean, DeLorean? <laughs> She goes, Delorean? Wait, wasn't that Gia Gunn? It was Gia Gunn, and she was like, gag me with the Delorean. Delorean? What's a Delorean? What's a Delorean? It's an 80s car. Oh. I was wondering why theirs wasn't 
was in black and white and ours was in color. Do you think it might have been because theirs was set in the 1960s or the 80s? No. No. <laughs> Her and the core black going, what's an adjective? Pretty. That's like a super adjective. <laughs> oh my God. Those two. I love I love just listening to those who ramble at times. It's so much fun. Oh my god, uh, so funny. But anyway, the Delorean. <laughs> yeah, so whatever car would kind of um come pick them up and you kind of hear like um as you're loading like kind of Kate and Billy like kind of explaining things and um so basically they're sending you off in this car to try um and help them kind of ra- rally um all the gremlins um so that they can uh basically kill them um because like they're just awful i mean like they don't really kill anyone in like the course of the movies they just cause problems more than anything but they're just like freaky and but they could stuff they they could they could um but um this is i also kind of um thought of these vehicles as um similar to um the et vehicles um in et's adventure because um i love the thing where E.T.'s head pops up at, um, in front of one of the seats. Oh my gosh, that would be so cute with Gizmo! With Gizmo, I have him on the dashboard, and he just kind of pops up at one point. Um, as you're going along the ride, like, he kind of interacts um, with things as um, uh, you go along. And the vehicles themselves, um, in terms of kind of technical, like, theme park thingies, um, it would very much, again, be kind of the same vehicles as um, The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. So it would have like the motion. Um, it'd be it'd be in three D, obviously. So you so you get um special glasses. Um, I, I didn't decide. I, I'm figure out I'm figure out what those glasses would be, but they Grimly would be there. Glasses, the GGs. GGs. <laughs> the Grab the GGs and get on get on the Delorean, everybody. <laughs> yep. Yeah, GG's. Gremlin protective glasses, I don't know. Something like that. Um, <laughs> but it would be a ride that would make some 3D. Yep. Oh, oh my god, I love that. Oh my god, I'm, t- I'm using that. Gremlin goggles. Get your Gremlin goggles and get the Delorean. We go and uh, get the Gremlins. Beep, beep. Oh my god. See, and um, that, was the, that was the experience. I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing like you know how like movies have they'll hire people to do like voice acting, but they're not the people who are gonna be in the movie. That's me with this ride and voice acting. <laughs> oh my god. But wow. continue, continue. Yeah, so um it, it would be again like Spider-Man where it would mix some um, 3D with like practical sets, like in a really like neat way where like it would try to lean more towards practical um than anything. Um, but also it would, um, have kind of sensory things that would go on, um, which I'll get into that as, um, we get into kind of, like, the ride. Um, and so, like, the ride would kind of start where, um, you're out on kind of, um, the main street, which is, like, your typical, um, like, in, in It's a Wonderful Life, which neither of you have seen, so you would never know what I'm talking about, but, like, the typical kind of, like, old school main street, um, that you would go through with all the shops and all that. And you kind of see the gremlins, like, kind of destroying things. And basically things start to go wrong when you, you can... The gremlins try to get into the vehicle. And so 
this is where kind of the sensory experiences come in. I was thinking of kind of using um, the Citrus Great Escape Alien Counter te- kind of technology in the ride. So you would um, feel them like pushing up on your feet or grabbing at your feet, like licking your neck, like things like that as the ride I'm goes here on. for that. Maybe, the, maybe not the neck licks because I'd be like, oh my gosh, she went to dinner first. But... I'm totally here for the. I'm totally here for the grabbing at my feet. <laughs> yeah, like because they just kind of like get into things and like get into spaces. Like that's kind of the like iconicism, I guess, of them is that they kind of get in like the spaces and kind of just bother people and just like make people like go nuts and like freak them out. So like, I, I thought that'd be really cool to have as the ride goes on along with kind of like the motion. Um, as well of, like just... they're they're sneaking into your vehicle like that'd be so cool because that's su- that's such a gremlins thing yeah so that that was like my idea like because then like like you just have like speakers too like so you can hear them like giggling and like stuff but like you're trying like you're trying to like escape them like so and so it feels like when gizmo like hides like maybe like it's there's like a gremlin like ran your shoulder just like so like you feel like something like push on your shoulder or something I don't know, but I, I thought that'd be like a really cool thing to add because I feel like that's not been done, but I feel like it would look it would work really cool um in a ride vehicle rather than in just a theater. And so like as the ride would go on, like you go through like various places, like a department store, I was thinking you go to a rooftop of the bank, the bar, like um and then um probably one of the most iconic scenes in like the movie is like the movie theater that they burn down where they kill all of them. Um I feel like that'd be like one place because I, I feel like that's one of the most recognizable things from the movie and maybe kind of um uh make a reference back to um that scene like specifically um where they're watching the seven dwarves and they're all singing along to um hi-ho because it's really cute because you hear them <laughs> in the theater singing hi-ho but then gizmo starts singing along to it too while like they're trying to like figure out how to like um, kill all these little monsters um, like Billy and Kate and, and like Gizmo just going hi ho like just in his little voice it's so cute um, but like there, there'd be that and you also like kind of um, have like the gremlin characters like there's kind of um, c- certain gremlins that have um, or mogwai so like usually kind of become, become iconic as mogwai and then not so much as actual gremlins but um like you'd obviously have like the one evil looking gremlin that has like a spike or whatever um or maybe a few and then one that's kind of like goofy and crazy like they have in the second movie and obviously we'd have to have the female gremlin because she is a legend i know i know is that the one that was like She's the one in the wedding dress and has like the lipstick. Oh, so, and, so the drag, um, so the drag, yeah, the drag icon. Yeah, we love her. Yes, the yes. drag icon, the one that, the one that, one of them said Pokemon trees. <laughs> yes. The the thing is, it's true. <laughs> it was true in her hat, in her hat and outfit. It was true. Um. Yep. Otherwise, no. But in, in that one outfit, it was true. Yep. Yeah, but but I she has to be in the, in the ride like in some form, um, because she's so iconic. Like next to Gizmo, she's probably the most iconic of 
those characters. Um, well, maybe um, uh, what's his name? I, uh, Spike from the first movie. He's like kind of the main villain, the only gremlin that doesn't get killed in the fire at the um, movie theater at the end. So they have to kill him <clears> another <throat> way. Um, not to spoil it, but it came out in the eighties. They can get over it. It did. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, but basically at the end you kind of end up um killing them all in um the movie theater just like so that would be the, like the final like climax scene, um, and then as you leave um, you kind of see Gizmo um you, you hear Billy and Kate like saying thanks and you go by like their house, um and then you see Gizmo kind of peeking out of a mailbox, at the front like to your vehicle. And I, I, I'm not sure I'm going to do this or if I am, but I kind of want to do the E.T. thing where you, um, he says your name and says, like, bye-bye, like, Timmy, Scott, be Rodney. so cute. Like, j- just one gizmo animatronic in this ride. Like, that, that's all I, like, or, well, I, I have two because you have the one in the vehicle, but another, like, more articulated one would be really cute. That is so cute. I love that. That's such a good idea. Thank love you. That. You're um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Look, know, okay, I'm not going to conversate with you. <laughs> conversate. Just the but, way you um, said thank you, I instantly thought Tatiana, so I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> if you don't like me, just say that. I don't like you, Okay. Thank you. I don't like you. You happy? <laughs> Why are you talking? Why are you talking? <laughs> oh, I love that moment. <laughs> uh, iconic. Iconic. <sighs> but anyways, to finish out the ride, um, basically you kind of walk through. Um, so it's kind of like a progression is um, you exit um, back into kind of the welcome center and when you walk in and like it's pristine and like maybe a little banged up but now it's basically like destroyed like completely gone so you're basically back out into the town and then um the gift shop is like a little a little stand um i was thinking it was gonna be run by like the crazy neighbor from the movie um who's like who's like when i was like in the war like gremlins would like screw up everything like screw up our planes and stuff and that that's why they're called gremlins it's not because that's what they actually are um, it's just that that's kind of how um, the the mythos of it kind of came to be um, right and so like maybe you have him like kind of like rambling over the speakers as you're walking through when you um shop for your gremlins merch get like your gizmo this and gizmo that um, and yeah so that that would kind of be all of it um, that was the whole thing. <laughs> I love that. It was definitely not the movie I thought you were gonna pick. Because um, it, it's just what not the I was movie gonna I was... pick. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I really thought it was gonna be Grinch, just because I thought one of the three of us was gonna <laughs> pick Grinch. Uh, because again, I feel like Grinch very much the Jim Carrey version very much warrants a ride. Like it could make a very good dark ride. Yeah. Or uh, a Mount Crumpet ride which I'm going to get into because I did have a slight thing for that um, but yes thank you for sharing that we love <laughs> okay. of course I, I, I do what I can <laughs> for people I hate you, 
you're welcome for being <laughs> It's me. I am I, the gift. <laughs> I <laughs> I can't stand you and I love you at the same time. <laughs> I love you too, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now we're going to move on to me. Uh, Scott, what would you do if you were asked to create a ride off your favorite Christmas movies? Well, I'm glad you asked, Scott. You're looking very nice today. Thank you. I tried something new. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. What have I created? (laughs) (laughs) So, for me, I also did Polar Express. and This is the one I have uh, really thought out the most, but I have a few backups as well. So, for mine, it would be a roller coaster because, duh, it's me. Um... And it would be in the style of Big Thunder Mountain, okay. but inside. Okay. Um, so, uh, the queue would be, uh, it, it would be kind of the beginning of the movie with, like, you'd walk past his house, you'd see the snowman that waves, um, you'd it'd be through the store. It, it, it would be a very calm queue, maybe some snow falling here and there, um, either digitally nope. or, like, with snow. Um, and uh, uh, we, you know, we, you, you get there, and then the final thing is you go, and I don't know why I put this in there. I just did because I want it in there in some capacity, which is the weird car with the 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 toys that are forgotten. Oh yeah. Um, just because I think it's cool and kind of spooky. Um, yes. Oh yes. So I would totally want that in there. Um. But also with that, I would uh, I would love to uh, I would love to uh, sorry I'm blinking out y'all. Give me. You're good. Do you need like re- like a refresh of where you were or? Yeah. Yeah. So you were at um. You you were um at the end of your queue where um you were going through the car with um the creepy marionette toys. Right, um, right, right. Okay, yeah. So um then you would load on to the Polar Express and uh, it it would be a roller coaster. But the the reason I say it's in the vein of uh, Big Thunder Mountain is with Big Thunder Mountain, as you're going along, you are seeing all the different animals and creatures of this mountain and uh, its inhabitants. And so with this one. Um, I would love it to be a coaster with lots of airtime because of those huge, those huge airtime hills in the movie. Yes. Um, oh yeah. But it, it wouldn't be like an extreme roller coaster, but like it, it needs a little more airtime than Big Thunder has. Um, but as you're going through uh, the course of the coaster, you're passing the caribou, the eagles, the wolves. Um, caribou. Yes, and you know, and like you'll be able to hear all that kind of stuff while you're on the coaster uh, and uh, with that I would also like the ticket uh, blowing from scene to scene and like it, it doesn't have to be a major thing or a major yes. plot point but like it's just something that like if you pay attention you can see it in every scene going like blowing past you uh, and you know it's, uh, it's very much uh, like I said in the vein of the the part of the attraction where it's going up and down and all around and craziness ensuing and then it ends with a Matterhorn style splashdown like when they oh. go into the 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 ice 
Oh, and that's so, Timmy Wright's right there. Timmy Wright's right there. See, and I, 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 I just think it would be a really fun attraction. Um, and then the exit would be the North Pole, but like I was saying earlier, a North Pole pavilion uh, with a with mm. like a uh, so in this pavilion there would be another attraction, which would be a funhouse style attraction based on the factory. Um, Ooh, yes, um, and in that it would have like the bouncy floor where they were going across like that trampoline style floor with the the uh, the gifts that were loading when Billy saw his gift. Mm-hmm. Um, there would be a huge slide inspired by that part where they go down the the giant slide into the funnel and all that kinds of stuff. Um, I would do that, but I would do it um, uh, maybe kind of like one of like those. Like uh, like those mat slides at carnivals where you get in, like a potato sack and go down it really fast. Yes. Oh, I yes. love those. It'd be like that, except you'd go down and and you would do the little funnel, um, which I think would be really fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, or you know, it it could be a tube. You know, it, it could be one of those slides where like it's not a water slide, but like you get in a tube that will roll around and down the slide, um, because they do have those and they're very fun. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, also in that, there would be, uh, you'd get to go to the naughty and nice room and all that stuff. Uh, you'd uh, get to walk over the pit that they went on, um, that that they did right after they, they hit the turntable. And so, like, the spinning platform in the roundhouse, that would also be in mm-hmm. there. So you could, like, and I, I'm kind of going so, for some, like, pretty classic, like, um, fun house things, like spinning turntables and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the the pit would be like a beam where an optical illusion where it looks like it's deeper than it actually is and you can't fall off because it'd be glass on both sides but you know very old school mm-hmm. fun house kind of deals with all that um, and I think that'd be really fun yeah that sounds really cool I like and, it thank you and that that's my that's my mostly really well thought out idea and like I can't obviously I can't go into too much detail because like it's a roller coaster there's not going to be there's not really enough time to show a lot of detail if I want to make it thrilling and um, mm-hmm. thrilling, but also storytelling. And so a lot of storytelling has to be done beforehand and afterhand. So that's why it's a lot of more passing animals really fast. Um, but it's obviously mm-hmm. going to be like very beautiful snow-capped forest and mountains yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I'm, there has to be a helix where, um, where where they're going up or down the mountain, depending on how I decide to... Uh, uh, you know, do the coaster because um, mm-hmm. that one really cool scene where they're twisting up the mountain love that scene um, yeah so I just think it'd be a really really fun enjoyable roller coaster um, mm-hmm. I one of my backups uh, is something I thought of really fast because I watched this movie for the first time last year and very much enjoyed it um, and that is I would like to make an attraction uh, similar to you in, in like the the vein of Spider-Man, the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Islands of Adventure, but it would be based on the Nutcracker in the Four Realms, the Disney film. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that one. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil any plot, plot points, but like there are four four realms, which is given in the title, um, and they're very beautiful. Um, it, it, it's not the best movie storytelling wise. But the costumes and set design for this movie are phenomenal. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so that's why I think it'd be a really fun world to explore. And uh, it, 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 it is an action movie. Um, and uh, so in this in this uh, attraction, you travel through the beautiful form realms. There are there's a, there's the realm of uh, flowers, the realm of snowflakes, the realm of sweets, and the realm of uh, fun and games. And uh, the fun and games is this kind of dilapidated carnival vibe. Uh, and there is a character in their name, Mother Ginger, who everybody says is evil. Um, and she has this giant robotic uh, robot that is like the bottom half is like a circus tent and carousel and she has these clown minions that are very spooky and I think it'd be really fun to like interact in like a battle with her and a battle with the, the, the toy soldiers in the movie and the rodents you know the rats and all the stuff that you know from the Nutcracker um, but also be able to go through these beautiful beautifully designed realms um, in the film, and I just think it would be so, so, so much fun, um, set design wise and uh, ride wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last couple I have are very short, and uh, one is a Mount Crumpet coaster uh, in the vein of the Matterhorn for the Grinch, yeah. but instead of, of uh, course, instead of the Yeti, it would be the Grinch, and he would say Amazing. whatever silly lines he'd say when you pass him. Maybe uh highs. I can't cancel that again. <laughs> yeah, or you pass him and he just You're an idiot <laughs> Or you pass him again and he goes, I hate you <laughs> That would be really fun. Very um, doing backmail. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. I think that'd be a really, really fun uh experience. Um and the Matterhorn, that kind of Bob Sudsall coaster, is perfect for Mount Crumpet and uh the Grinch. Mm-hmm. And uh, next, I had a a a, uh, a simulator based on uh, a Christmas Carol, and personally, I would go Ooh. with the motion capture Disney version with Jim Carrey because it, haven't seen that one either. <laughs> it is it's on Disney Plus now. It is it's very beautiful. It's it's darker than most versions you're you're used to, um, mm-hmm. but it also tells the story. I'd say the most like the book. And so that's why I went with that version. And I just think like a classic Star Tour simulator would go with that. Um, I think that'd be yeah. really fun because, you know, you get to see each ghost and get to go through um, Ebenezer Scrooge's life and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last one would be a Home Alone interactive dark ride. Because Home Alone Ooh. lends itself so well to an interactive like shooter dark ride. And when you shoot the targets, that's when the the things are activated. The traps are activated against Henry and Marv. Or, uh, I think that's their names. And, uh, I don't know. I just think it'd be fun go, like, going through that, going through, like, the apartment yeah. of the first, or the second movie, or through the house in the first movie, and past the furnace, and um, yeah. Bud's tarantula, and, like, uh, activating the triggers to, like, hit the, hit, hit the intruders, and I just think it'd be a really, really fun time. I think Home Alone lends itself very well to an interactive dark ride yeah i can see that i can see that i just i just if it was me um Catherine o'hara has to be in it in some way of course she, she has to she go is the true exactly exactly just the true icon of the movie needs to like show up just like randomly i don't know where i mean like she's not involved like wherever kevin with all the kevin hijinks but um, 
She needs to be there. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, those are my ideas. I think they I think it'd be a really fun time, but really my Polar Express roller coaster is where it's all at for me. Um, <laughs> 100%. Uh, it, it, that, that's just where it is. Like, I can't get over it. I, I, I think it'd be so much fun. I really, really, really um, just enjoy the... Uh, I, I enjoy the Polar Express. Like I said earlier, I think it really lends itself to a, a, um, a ride very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think yeah. it would be super, super fun to uh, integrate that into some form of roller coaster. But I also really enjoy the Nutcracker Four Realms idea and the Home Alone idea. Those are those are my absolute favorite ideas of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I the- think I think they'd be really fun. Yeah. No, I I'm really shocked that no theme park has jumped on the Polar Express, kind of train like the only reason I didn't choose that or like the Grinch or like um because I feel like those were kind of like the obvious ones just because of like the mechanisms of course um, involved in those movies but like they're not my favorite so they did they just didn't come to mind right and I said your favorite Christmas movie that was the challenge was to really pick yeah. whatever your favorite movie was and to mix it in together and mine personally is the Polar Express so that's why I went with it yeah yeah and, and I mean it, it's so like there's so much like i'm i pray the other day when i was watching with them my mom like she was like why isn't this like a ride disney like doesn't disney disney own this movie which i i don't know if they own polar express i know they own i think it's warner brothers yeah i know it's the same technology as the christmas carol movie with jim carrey the one that you were talking about yeah um doing the simulator version um but um but I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that'd be a good investment. Would be that ride. But okay. I mean, yeah. No, I think uh, I I really would love for those rides to come to fruition. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this for the audience. We had some technical difficulties. Yeah, I, I, I totally like, did. Uh, I totally the, heard the, all of that. That's because I was trying to figure that out. Gone but, you know, totally heard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he totally heard all the <laughs> ideas. Um, so I am going to do a real speed run yeah. for Rodney just to get his reactions. Love. So um, first off, my first idea was a Polar Express roller coaster in the style of Big Thunder, where you're going, where, yes, but it's like you're going past, like, the, the caribou, the eagles, the wolves, and the ticket flies through each scene along with you, and it's all snow-capped mountains and all that stuff, and the end is a splash down similar Great. to the Matterhorn in the icy um, ravine that they go to at the end of that scene. Uh, the next thing was a fun house based on the Polar Express, um, but in, in the the factory area. And they would have like a bouncy floor with where they like put the the uh, the presents, a huge slide like the one where they go down the big funnel and the naughty and nice room. Oh, no, uh, they walk over like the pit, anyway. they walk <laughs> over on that beam between the, the turntable. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, and uh, they go through, like, the Elves Village, and they can, like, look in the small houses, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, then I had a dark ride in the spa- in the vein of Spider-Man, <laughs> the amazing adventure of Spider-Man at Adam's Adventure. Don't say nothing. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it was in the vein of that. You're like, no! 
Um, but it was based on Nut- the Nutcracker in the Four Realms, the Disney film that came out a few years ago. Um, just because it's a really beautiful film, right? Uh, and like I told, it's very, you, uh, it's very like it's not Alice the best story wise, but it's a really beautiful, yeah, um, film. And so, like, you'd go. Th- Have you seen it? So yeah, so like I think it'd be really fun to have like a fight with Mother Ginger and the 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 toy soldiers and go through the land of sweets and snowflakes and flowers and all of it. And I just think it's a really beautiful film Period. that would lend itself really good to a fun high thrill ride. Uh, last then, then I had three small ones, which was a Mount Crumpet roller coaster. Uh, in the vein of the Matterhorn with the Grinch instead of Harold and he's yelling stuff like, I hate you and you're an idiot Um, as you go down Mount Crumpet, which I just think is funny. A Christmas Carol simulator based on the Christmas Carol film with uh, Jim Carrey uh, in the vein of Star Tours. And then the last one, a Home Alone interactive dark ride where when you hit the targets, it activates okay, I love the uh, traps I against the intruders while you're going through Kevin's home. And that that that's what we really got hung up on. And I was right. like, I don't know why I didn't build upon that, but I did. But Polar Express was the first thing that came to mind. And like that that Home Alone ride, I just think it really, really works for that. Um, because, I mean, it's so fun. And like, who doesn't want to like live... Home, like who, who doesn't want to live the movie Home Alone? It's it's like honestly, honestly. <laughs> I I'm just beside myself that you guys like have seen like, um, the Nutcracker in the form the Four Realms and um the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol that like not many people saw but you haven't seen Gremlins or It's a Wonderful Life like that that just blows my mind personally I, <laughs> I haven't seen It's a Wonderful just, Life because I'm not 400 I, but I have seen don't you dare don't you dare bitch I might be an old soul but I have taste sweetie uh, yeah, the ones that pop out of nowhere candy. the little strawberry ones you know the ones the ones that just oh exist my... when you get old. Oh my god, that movie has not been. That movie is the re... <laughs> that movie inspired the name of the freaking Sesame Street characters. So like, get off my ass, Bert and Ernie. I the cannot. gay icon Bert and Ernie would not exist without It's a Wonderful Life. So get on that shit. <laughs> I just, I just have to, I just have to give you a bunch of crap. I do not see. I, 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 I know, and and I'm gonna turn it right back around. (laughs) (laughs) This is, and if anybody thinks any of this is serious, I'm gonna go ahead and say, us three, we talk to each other like this all the time because we just think it's fun to read each other for filth, and then we laugh about it. Um, Exactly, because that's just who we are. But with all that, the library is open. The library is open, but this episode is over. So, that was so good. Okay, I'm writing that down. Um, <laughs> we're gonna I'm using that, that in every episode now. It's gonna it happen. <laughs> that, that's gonna be your new. Um, that's gonna be like the equivalent of my outro. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> You're gonna be laughing so much. I'm having an asthma attack. <laughs> Don't die. Don't tell me what to do. Um. 
<laughs> but now um, that you brings can follow us me on Twitter so my gay rat activities, Rodney, do you have anything um, like some art, um, and me, you know, just being, uh, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah. Iconic, amazing, <laughs> fan- fantastic. That too. A that bitch. Too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> to quote that one TikTok, we love, we love, we love. I, I say it out of love, and you know that, Rodney. And that's and that's why we're friends. Be, because let's be real, I'm just, I'm just as bad, if not worse. Oh, <laughs> and that's also on white privilege, like oh. anyway, uh, relatable for me. <laughs> um. Uh. And then you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Rocket Rods. Is somebody laughing? No, they're not. I'm stupid. Um, anyway. <laughs> I thought somebody was like, like that silent laugh. Like, <laughs> there we are. <laughs> um, anyway. That's the one I was talking about, where it sounds like a but balloon yeah, is like me slowly like letting go of air, deflating. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. I can't. Um, and yeah. Fantastic, Tammy. Do you have anything you like to plug? Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok um, at Queen Timothy I. So it's Queen spelled K-W-E-E-N um, because I'm not like other girls and I'm the one, the only. Um, then Timothy, T-I-M-O-T-H-Y. Um, that's usually fanatic, so I don't know why I spelled that. And then the I because I'm the first and the one, the only. Um, I'm mostly active on Twitter as of right now because I just... I just love spewing bullshit and shit posting. It's fun. Um, it's the best. I, I, I make fun I of think. these two on occasion, just coming, just randomly attacking them <laughs> for no reason. So if you want to see that. It keeps us on our toes. I do. I do. It's my job. Sometimes you need a fun little Twitter beef for no reason. Exactly. It's like a, it's like a slow day on this Twitter. Let's talk about, let's talk shit about Scott. Because um, we're what? Messy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can, you can um, follow me on there. Um, I post on Instagram on occasion. I kind of haven't been posting since um, uh, the theme park shut down in um, uh, March. Uh, so not too too much there. It's but fun my stories if you're are fun, I guess. And TikTok, I on TikTok. <laughs> do sparingly, but TikTok's <laughs> fun. So um, and also if you. Yes, that, that's what I was gonna say. Was if you're, if you want, uh, I will follow back, and we can just exchange TikToks, um, and Aren't you'll we eventually all? discover that I'm a thirsty, desperate. We get it. And just besides the thirsty and desperate part, <laughs> oh, but like we're like we get it, but like okay, wow. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but wow. I, I literally like made that like, like, so let like me, I, I read myself and then that. Scott was like I'm just gonna read him just a little extra <laughs> exactly spice. please <laughs> for them spicy ones <laughs>
But then, um, also, I have to plug um, for my podcast, which currently on hiatus, but um, the upgrades that so my podcast is called In the Queen's Throne Room. Um, for any highly recommend. Oh, thank you. Um, we we have fourteen episodes currently up, so if you need to catch up, um, that they're all, um, uh streaming i guess that's the right word on anchor spotify um just all the places wherever those are the two that most people listen to them on so i'm not gonna list the others um but i was on a hiatus just to kind of upgrade the throne room um it just needed um some refreshing after uh we i did a whole month of um uh horror movies um for halloween back in october so it's been a while um that i've been on hiatus um but so it might it should be coming back this month at this point um it'll be new and improved um because i got um some new equipment of sorts for the throne room we're getting um high tech Um, Ooh, so exciting yes so um for any updates on that um just follow twitter at itktr podcast um and i will be posting updates i did post a picture of what um those upgrades are so if you haven't seen that you should go look because i'm very proud of what's coming it's becoming a big investment on my podcast so hopefully coming back um it'll be bigger and better than ever um but um scott and um, rodney have been um i think we love that (laughs) two of the three repeat guests that i've had so far so they're on two episodes so um yeah um, and I mean, one of them is my longest ever, which is just me and Rodney talking and there's about Tom nothing Holland. Wrong with that. Um, there's I mean, it's, it's supposed to be about wrong. a movie, but we just talked about <laughs> Tom Holland. I don't, I don't remember what the movie was about. <laughs> there, there isn't, there isn't. It, <laughs> we love it. it was exactly why I invited you on because I, I'm like, I just want to talk about him. Period. That's it. That, that's basically the podcast. It's called In the Queen's Throne Room, but it's about Tom Holland. fantastic Um, as for me you guys can follow me on twitter at at scott021 or look up dyslexic you can follow me on instagram at dyslexic96 and you can follow me on tiktok at dyslexic Um, and then you can listen to the dyslexic podcast every week Um, like I said at the beginning of this episode this is December so this is the last month for season 2 but season 3 will will be back in February very exciting I can't believe it's going to be 3 years of this podcast in February that is absolutely crazy it's what she deserves. People are um, dedicated. It's still the same amount of fan base now. A little bit of growth, but you know what? We're working on that. <laughs> I do. I do, do have very dedicated listeners, and I love every single one of you. And I'm telling you that from the bottom of my heart because I didn't think I was going to get past five episodes or even like three listens. So to have the amount of listeners that I do have, I love every single one of you. I'm so very appreciative of you. Um, and I'm serious. You're too underrated. <laughs> we need to fix that. You're too underrated. We need to fix it. I personally agree. I I, I work pretty hard on this stuff. Um, so I, I I would love for this to grow even more. But 
it is what it is and you know what i'm appreciative for everybody who is involved in every guest i've had every listener anybody who's been on or listened i appreciate you um but that's gonna do it for us for this episode if you like this episode you can check out all of season one and two of dyslexic and season one of ultimate imagineer and yes season two of ultimate imagineer is coming back in january season two is coming get ready you're about to meet the cast very soon maybe they're on here maybe they're not we'll figure out we have a past contestant are they coming back did i say that no i didn't but did i gotta keep the girlies on their we'll find out um you know the drama of it all (laughs) we do get ready yeah come on season two let's (laughs) (laughs) and uh just remember that when ultimate imagineer season two comes out don't forget you the listener are in complete control of this contest you decide who moves forward every week to get to that finale and win that and win that disney gift card so you better be ready to listen and make your voices heard in this vote you did it in the election you can do it now with ultimate imagineer season two period <laughs> Uh, but you can find all that on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and so on and so forth. If you really, really like this episode, then share the show with your friends and family and give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. I would really appreciate it. You guys do not know how much that could help this podcast out, and I really do appreciate it if you spread the word. Um, thank you all once again for joining us. Make sure you're washing your hands. Wear your mask, mm-hmm. and like I've been saying every week, you already listen to Dyslexic, so I don't even have to correct you on how to wear your mask because you already know how to wear it correctly. And since you listen to this, I already know you're somebody who cares about other people. That's just what it is. Um, and social distance, uh, especially when the holidays are coming up, you know, try your best to stay socially distant, but still celebrate how you know you see fit as long as you're yeah. doing it safely. Have an amazing week, everybody, and happy holidays. Get ready for some more Christmas and holiday fun for the rest of this month. Yes. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Okay.